Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Behind the Success. I hope you enjoyed part one. Um, I hope you were able to learn something new or even, you know, understand what it is that I'm trying to do here. Um, anyways, let's just get right into it. This is part two to that first conversation with Michael James. So let's segue back into you starting your, your law firm. Uh, what were your early days like? How did you get money to start, you know? Yeah. It uh, running a business is, is a lot or starting a business is a lot. Yeah. I it, it was. And I just I saved up some money. I actually saved up some money. That's what I first did. I saved up some money and I thought, okay, I'm gonna go on this. Like I'm gonna I, I don't know how much it was. It was probably like ten thousand. I I mapped it out. Now being a business entrepreneur, like that business background, I mapped it out. Like what am I how am I gonna how much am I gonna spend? Like I really went in detail about this business because I've done business before and I know I need to map out how many months I have on this money. And fortunate enough, thank thank God, <laughs> you know, the last year of law school, um, they brought in a financial advisor to tell you know tell the last the three L the last year students you know about student loans and what you what you can expect when you graduate and it, I remember you know just this innocent looking lady and and she was like you know just telling us she was good information great information and she said at the end listen if anybody wants to come and sit down with me um, do a free consultation I'm I'll be glad to to sit down with you and discuss your goals and what you want to do X Y and Z. So me being, a, I'm a finance guy, and, and I like doing well numbers. I like being on top of money. Now, again, my mom told me, you know, that's important. Like, I, I just saw the importance of it, of being on top of your money, but also not being attached to it. My mom's, like, free-flowing mm. with the money. She's like, <laughs> money comes and money goes. <laughs> that's how she is. So, but I knew I was like, okay, I have goals, and I know money's important to them, so I need to know. I went there just, just like, okay, I just want to be, you know, have a financial advisor to help me with the next level. I was about to get married. Or I, I think I was about to, either about to get engaged or I was engaged by that time. No, I was about, I think I was about to. So, so I sit down with her and she, I tell, I'm telling her all my goals. This is what I want to do. I want to come out and start. That's what I want to do. And she's like, yeah, you should, you need, you're going to need more money. Not that I, she's like, you should probably get more money. That's what you, you, that's what she said. You should probably get out more money. You have all these student loans that you haven't touched. I didn't even know that I didn't touch these. Like, there was like these grad plus loans. You can take out an extra $20,000 every year. I didn't even know about it. Hmm. I didn't, I, thank God I didn't know about it. I mean, clearly I didn't need it. Like, I didn't need it, but it's, it's great that I didn't know about it. I just shouldn't have even, you know, I would have had way more debt if I, if I chose to take it out. But she said, you haven't touched them. So you should take that money. And use it as a cushion or start that business. Make sure you're good. And I'll tell you, I took out, I think I just took out like 15. I didn't even take out that, like all of it, like anything, uh, pretty much from like at 60,000. 60, I was like, took out like 20, maybe 20. And I saved it away, put it away. And I said, all right, I'm going to live on this for the next couple months. I know I only have this X amount of months to get this going. It's do or die time. And, and I was, you know, I think, uh, we were thinking about getting married in like two years, and the wedding got pushed up to a year. Then my wife's car, well, my wife now, her car broke down. So it was like so many things happening at one time, and it wasn't just the business. because I did it on a shoestring budget. So it wasn't really the business that was costing, but it was life. And and I would I, I definitely needed that to, to help finance the beginning of it. That's how a lot of businesses start on debt with debt, like credit cards or something like that. You need money to make money. And so that was very important um, to me starting up. I didn't have to go around and ask family and friends. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because that can be annoying sometimes when you have to ask people or it could even just be a, a scary feeling just having to ask people yeah well legally they can't invest in, in a they can't like invest in a lawyer firm like only lawyers can invest in law really? firms in new york yeah in new york right but it's also that again they don't believe in the i had to like my parents came around to the idea like okay yeah you can do it as if i get first of all, i didn't give them an option i said i'm going to do this and they're like are you sure you want to like trying to talk me out of it just like they they wanted to do business and they just came around to it like uh okay like listen i thought about it you can do it so yeah to your point it can be annoying asking people for money because you got to convince them that it's worthwhile they have to depart with their money it's worth it's worthwhile it's going to succeed mm-hmm. people want to give money to something they think oh it's going to work out it's going to work out and i want to be a part of that or whatever however you know whatever you know inspires them to give them money but convincing people to do that it would have taken me much longer you know what I'm saying? you know so it it worked out and and i think i i want to go back to the first year and see what i did and and who came in and stuff like that but it definitely started with like family and friends the type of clients and stuff like that i got so what were your early days like i i'd asked this before you didn't really uh get into it but you know, I want to know, like, what what were your day to day things? Um, yeah. Also, what was like some problems that you had when starting. So, okay, so problems were, like, name of problems. But let me let me just tell you how it how it was. So, early days when it was first. Okay, listen, you're off. You're off to the races. You're sworn in. You can. You're a lawyer now. You can start marketing and working right. It was figuring out just as business problems, not I had legal problems because I have to become a lawyer and um, know the system of New York. It's not just being a lawyer. It's also knowing where do I go to file this in New York? How do I do this? Fortunately enough, I was very tech savvy. I love figuring things out. And I would read, I read uh, from law school, you could read obsessively about anything, <laughs> pretty much, that you, you don't even have to be interested in it. <laughs> you could just read it. And so I, I, I read on things. If I had to do something, I researched it. And thank God for Google. Thank God for, I think I had Westlaw for about uh, six months after graduation or a couple months after graduation. So I pretty much ran through Westlaw all the time. Lexis, that's it. Like, Westlaw was my favorite. But I'd run through those things, use those resources. I joined bar, um, bar associations, so I'd be in CLEs, continue continuing legal education courses. I would literally, and I, I'm gonna be real. I'll tell you real. I that I used a lot of money on further education because now, okay, law school taught me that, but now I need to sit with lawyers and see what they're talking about, see how they're thinking about these issues, um, see how what's normal. How do you handle this? So my first year, I went to a course called closing, you know, residential. Closing a real estate, um, a real estate closing, yeah, on how to do a real estate closing, right? Buy a house, but just or buy a building, whatever the case may be, a condo, a co-op. That was my first year. I now have a whole practice doing real estate, and so it was, it was not, it was being in the moment of, okay, what, how do I make some money, but also being in the the future, like planning for the future and spending money, hoping, okay, this is going to materialize at some point. So the issues were investing that money in the future and in the now. And I'll be honest, sometimes I was just like, listen, I'm going to sneak into this CLE. I'm just going to act like I'm I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> like this was, this was um, because I can't pay for that. You know, it's like $500 for that CLE. And I know I need it, but, or I really want to be there, but I can't afford to spend $500 on a CLE. I can't afford that, but I need that knowledge. And so that was a barrier that I, I just said, I'm not going to, 
uh, that money's not going to stop me. That person at the door is not going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I walked in. You know, I walked in, and, and psh, it happened. I walked in, and I got the knowledge, and I got out. And and now I'm glad I could pay for CLEs. <laughs> you know, I, I could pay for them now. But um, the early days, it was hard. It was hard managing the money, managing my, my emotions as far as, okay, this is, this is a stressful uh, um, time period for me. There are a lot of things going on. You need money to live. You need money to work. You need money um, to do so many things. But, but it's not even about the money. It's also about, is this the right decision? Did I make a good choice? I see people, you know, with jobs. Uh, I could have gotten a job. I could have done so many other things while it's while you're in it. So it, it's it's stopping that noise and also saying you're good enough. You know what you're doing. You have a, a purpose. You should be doing this. It's you know just developing faith, developing that really spiritual connection. So it's all of these things. It's, it's a it's a it's a hard process when you're in it alone. Well, I shouldn't say hello. My, my wife was there with me. My mom. My family, Like, I had support. My friends and stuff like that. I had support. But at the end of the day, it was when it came down to doing it, it was on me. So it was it was game time. It was game time. I had to c- c- keep my eyes on that vision of this is what it will be um, eventually. Like, keep your head down. Keep working. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there. That's what it was. I like that. That's, yeah. That sounds really... I don't know how to put it together, but it's it's really it's really good information for just how like a person would feel or or things like they could go through when starting a business. Yeah. So I think that was really really, mm-hmm. really good information, a really good example for for people, I should say. Um, so four years into it, right? Yeah. What are some problems you go through now? Oh, growing, scaling, uh, the challenges of new things now. You build a reputation. Oh, he's good. You know, like, okay, yeah, he has a good law firm. We do good work. Managing more work. Hmm. They say when you're good, when you do good work, more work comes. You know, like, that's the reward for good work. And it's true. And it really is true. So for a while, it was like, okay, I've, I have too much work for myself and my paralegal. I need somebody else. And then now I, I it's the problems that of scaling, of growing. Okay, how do I, you know, i got to hire somebody. I have to sit down with, my, with a mentor. My, okay, how do you, like, what should I do here? How should I really do it? Because there's a book, you can read the book, but there's also I've done this real-world experience. So that's a problem. Then you, you know, not an issue, it's not a problem. It's just that's. That's the day-to-day business. That's what you, you know. So it's it's um, managing a, a business, managing a law firm, managing employees, managing clients and their issues. And then and then coming home and, and being a husband and a father, now I'm a father, and and managing those roles, like work-life balance, and then balancing work, and, and, and then who, you know, finding myself and making sure I'm okay, checking in, and things of that nature. So it, it's... It's a great period because I'm growing, and this is the like this is the I'm on the track now, like I have momentum. I'm on the track, and I got to keep it going. So now it's but it's just similar issues than when I when I began, I guess. Not as intense, but okay. So, do you continue learning? Yes. Yes. I yeah definitely. Uh, I actually just <laughs> uh, I'm going through so to do you have to do CLEs. Um, continuing legal education courses every, um, every well, 
every two years you have to tell them that you 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 know certify that you've done it, and you're supposed to do like 24 credits and. And I was like, okay, I got to get get back on that and do some more. And I think I'm right now I've maxed out my knowledge. So I'm like, I'm really anticipating. Like, I'm really eager to get in these these CLEs and see what what else I can learn and how else I can maximize this knowledge. So I was going through this CLE, the CLE courses, and I and I set up 95 to do. By the time I finished selecting, like, oh, I'm interested in this, this. Like, I was just going through it. Like, what am I interested in? And at the end of it, I have a list of 95 to watch. <laughs> so. I'm very eager to learn. I love learning, and I, and you have to you have to stay on top of what's going on. You have to stay on top of the trends. The law changes every two seconds. Well, I'm not every two seconds, but the law changes, you know, every so often, and and just to be a good uh, a good lawyer, better you, you have to stay on top of things, and you you should want to to be to be really effective and and efficient. The more you know, the more you grow. That's like Dr. Seuss. That's really childish, but <laughs> true. It's dope. So you really believe in like, just always not just doing like your CLEs, but even learning other things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. I went through a period of time, and you notice we we exchange books and and, and podcasts and every all else other stuff all the time. But the people don't. I know. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. Um, yeah. I think I think you have to work on the areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's like a pie. You got to work on this area and this area to create this whole person to make you very well-rounded. So I think, like, for instance, I went to the U.S. Open last week. Mm. Now, I don't watch. I have not watched tennis um, actively in years. Like, I, I think that's the first time I've even been to a, I've been to an actual a match. Right? How was it? It was amazing. Like, no, <laughs> I didn't expect that answer. Yeah, no, it was. I lo- so I'm 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 a basketball, um, you know, guy by 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 trade. My dad was a basketball um, coach for a while when I was in my teenage years. That's so I spent a lot of time in the gym, mm. like a lot of time. <laughs> so I, you know, I was really good. I thought I was actually going to just be a basketball player, but I, that's another story, another time. So my whole thing is I love sports. You love the competition of it, but I just don't know the game that well. You know, I never took time to invest in the game. And my one of my law school buddies actually was like, hey, let's go. Let's get everybody going. Let's go to U.S. Open. Whatever, man. Let's just go. And one, I just picked up on the game really quickly. It was not hard to, once you pay attention, it's not really hard to get what's going on if you're sport, you know, into sports. So I was like, okay, I'm really into this game now. Now I'm watching the match. Now I know how it's scored. Now, now, okay. Oh, back. Okay. Now I'm really into it. So I've been watching the U.S. Open <laughs> this whole time. Like for the past few weeks, I'm on every match. I know who's going. Um, and that's my new a new hobby. Um, I learned golf last summer or two summers ago, so I watch golf like actively watch golfing. So we should go to the range one time. Yes, we should. We have been to the range. Yeah, we have. But yeah, I I actually actually every time I go to Atlanta, yeah, I go to Top, top Golf. golf. Uh, we have to go to the range. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I was actually thinking about going tomorrow. No, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm doing. Yeah, let's do it before it gets cold out. Yeah. Um. But so so that's so that's growing in a different area because when I speak to clients, a lot of times we speak about sports. I was talking to opposing counsel about, oh, do you golf? Yeah, I golf. I've been to this this course and it's good. It's not only talking about law and the case and and what you can you know what, our opposing views or whatever. It's about who who are you? What do you like? What mm-hmm. do you like to do? What is your view on, um, you know, that Nike ad? And if you don't care, if all you care about is the law and, and what you have, I haven't seen that. I don't care about that. Okay, 
you know how do you have an actual opinion about it like a you know a valid thought so i i, I learn I, i'm an active active learner and i'm an active i'm an advocate of learning things in areas outside of just to like learn things about new areas of of life you know i'm a student of life i like that okay so all right um yeah how has starting and maintaining a business affected your your personal life you said you were you know mm -hmm. you're married now how's, yeah. how's your wife handled it yeah i think she, she's kind of used to it she kind of like <laughs> she just honestly i've been there we've been together 2011 2011 we were in 2018 so about eight years about to be eight, eight years and i'm sorry you said eight years yeah eight years married no, 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 we've been together in total eight years, but oh, we've been okay, married. Okay, we just okay. celebrated our third year anniversary, so we've been married three years. So she's very used to who I am, and that's the part, like, learning who you are. And actually, she's a a, a therapist by trade, marriage and family therapist. So <laughs> through, <That's>, yeah. <laughs> like That must be interesting. Yeah, but I learned a lot about myself through, through, mm -hmm. that, through, through my relationship, mm -hmm. which has helped me tremendously in business. You you know, and, and I, I look at shows like, Billions, uh, you know, do you watch Billions? Yeah, and and um, Axe, you know, the character, main character on that show, Axe, he has a you know, Wendy, his, his you know, she's a I think she said, um, or he said she's an industrial therapist, or or she's a coach, more so a coach, competitive coach, whatever the case is. But he he relies on her a lot of the times to to help him through things, help him through difficult times, and I, I kind of had that built in. You know, my wife has got to like, oh, she's like, she's like that for me. And so she, she's very understanding, but of course, she's not a professional. All the, you know, she can't be a professional for me. She mm -hmm. has needs too. Um, so I think a lot, it took a lot of growth, a lot of growth and maturity uh, to, to, be, to be, be ready for what the level I'm at now. You know, because my days can run very long, extremely long. And if, if my days were to run extremely long and then I was the type of person that came home or, you know, or I was the type of person that didn't understand how to how to give her what she needed, then it, w it, w it wouldn't work out. Because even the free time I did have, I still didn't know how to actually give her anything. I didn't know actually how to, how to feed her needs. So, in, you know, when I was younger and in, in early in our relationship, it could be three hours and I could probably still not give her exactly what she needed. But now I could probably send a text and, and it would be something that she needed. You know, it would be like, okay, I'm good for the day because he knew exactly what to say and what, and, it's, and vice, vice versa. Because we know each other so well that it's like, oh, okay, you know, even, even in, the, in, the, in disagreements, it's like, okay, I can, I can, the only reason why I'm not giving you something that you want or what you want is because I'm, I'm choosing not to. But I know what you want, though. That's, that, <laughs> yeah. So it's that, it's that, and then it's even known, like, I know you know what I want. And I know you're not doing it because, you, like, something is going on with you. Mm -hmm. Like, something is wrong here. And so either one of us can get over it and figure it out, all right, you know, this is what it is and whatever the case is. So the relationship, I think all the relationships have to be worked that way. Like, if you, to, to who, I was listening to, uh, I think, T.D. Jakes, and he was saying, if you're going to run for governor, it's not just you that has to be ready to run for governor. It's your whole support system. They have to be ready too. Wife got to be on board. Kids got to be on board. You can't be acting up in school and doing. You know, everybody has to be on board. 
And so you have to make sure your relationships are, 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 are well too. You can't have you and your wife can't be you know arguing and she running to Twitter to tell everybody about it. She's not ready for it. True. Yeah. So it, it's not. So I had to be get ready for it. She had to get ready for it. And so now it's a matter of okay, you understand um, the sacrifices that I'm making. Like it's a big sacrifice for me to run these long days. Even though I, I love doing it, I love these things. But when I come home and I'm really tired and I can't give you something that you know, like I can't, I can't do what I need to do right now as a, as a husband. It's understanding. Okay, I'm gonna make that up on you know another day. It's not because I don't want to. Again, like you know, I know that you need that. So if if I'm not giving it to you, it's not because I don't understand you. It's because I really can't do it right now. You know, like there's something else. It's not because I don't want to. It's because there's something else going on. And so it's it's that understanding, um, that deeper understanding about um, human nature, human behavior, and each other. So in in all, a lot of you, you, I took a lot of time, you know, pay attention to relationships and understand people, things of that nature. But still, and I'll use my relationship as an example. You're, you're, that time that that you do take a, it t- takes a hit. You know, when you're building a business, you devote a lot of time to to your business, a lot of time. And there's no there's no going around it. There's absolutely no going around it. If you want to be at a certain level, if you want to grow your business, it it will take your time and not apologize. But it will reward you. <laughs> you know, if you do it well, it rewards you. But you also have to take that time. I take a lot of time going vacations and and um you know I. I try to, you know, I try to be with friends and 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 hang out as much as I can. But uh, when when you you have to be, be able to reward the people around you that support you, um, when you when you can. Mm. Yeah. So in terms of your social life, when you were starting, how did that go? Was it pretty non-existent? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty non-existent, man. Um, one because I just didn't. My my I was focused on building. But also, money-wise, I'm looking at it like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to spend too much money. I don't, I'm not trying to spend money that I'm trying to do to, to um, you know, earmark for business. Like, I'm trying to grow this. This is an investment. Mm-hmm. This is not to have fun. This is an investment. And through that, you kind of get to a lifestyle. Every every type of, you know, you have a job and you kind of kind of have a lifestyle of that, that industry, of that job, of that company. And when entrepreneurs have a certain lifestyle. You know, we don't we don't go out all the time, especially when we're in growth mode. It's not like I can't go out. Like I have, you think about your time as as you know so valuable because you know what you can build. You see what you can build in that time. You see how much work you can you know you can get done. Or you just think I want to use this time for myself. I want to invest in myself. I want to learn something new. And when you're looking at experiences like that. Do I go out and I hang out for, you know, the whole night? I, I, um, I, I can't get up the next day because I'm so tired or I want to relax the next day. Then that, now the work I would have done, you know, next day goes to. And that's a very disciplined entrepreneur that knows and you can see it. You can say, mm, I would want to hang out with you, but you're not really, you know, that, that time is, is very too valuable to me. You know, so that, that's, where, how it be, that's how it goes if you want to be serious. Wow. I think that's really good information right there. That's uh like I said, it's 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 a good example, you know. Mm-hmm. It's I think somebody could get really good information from that. So you spoke about, you know, you you went to church, um you listen to T D Jakes. Yeah. Are you religious or spiritual in any way? Yeah, I'll say more i I'll say I'm spiritual. <laughs> I'll say spirituality is important. Um, very important to me. And I agree. Yeah. I think uh 
I think a lot of people are spiritual in a way. Even mm-hmm. people that might say, you know, they're not. They, they, they. I feel like they, they have some sense of understanding mm-hmm. that uh, there's more. Not saying it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a topic that you can't really get too much into detail because there's a lot of differences between yeah. people. But um, I still feel like everybody kind of has a sense of spirituality in a way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's that's. It is, because what is spirituality, you know, at the end of the day, when we talk about these characteristics, because it really is like, it, it encompasses like love and mercy and, and joy and happiness and and um, this connection, this energy, this connection in life on a, on a basic, most fundamental level, you know, like what is, what is, what does that spirituality come to bring you? Understanding, you know, peace and, and purpose, things of those nature. I get, you can point out, and I can really get to specific to like Christianity, um, or Quran, whichever one, but but those are things that um, I'll just use the Bible that the Bible teaches, like you know that that you know th- there's there's so many verses I'm thinking about them. There's so many verses that that speak to to why this is, why you're here, and why you should you know if you believe in God, like Romans eight uh, twenty eight talks about you know a purpose, you know God um, um, everything working out. Um, according to his plan, you know, the, who are called, you know, and and I, I think that on a fundamental level, everyone has that. Everybody wants that, that understanding of life, of purpose. They want to, well, for most rational people, <laughs> you want to be, um, you know, joyful. They want to be purposeful. They want want to be, um, to be happy. They they want to feel loved. And that's spirituality. That's that's your spiritual. How do you? What's your spiritual practice? You know, how do you connect with the other people? You know that. So I, I think everyone on a fundamental, like, even if they may not say it's, it's, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in this. I don't. Believe, but you do have a spiritual. I think you do. Spirituality is something. You you, you share something in spirituality. You, you believe in something that that spirituality encompasses. So I hope that that even made sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely, yeah. it, it definitely made sense. I feel like it. Uh, it um. Kind of went a little more into detail about what I was trying to say, mm-hmm. or, or, or yeah, it cleaned up what I was trying to say because I couldn't really get my words out. But uh, <laughs> I, I did want to ask, you know, how did that affect your journey? Spirituality? Yeah. How has it like affected you know the person that you are? Yeah. So it gave me a sense of purpose. Again, you know, like going going back to elementary, and then it's like I have no purpose. I have no why to any of this. And when uh, like me being an entrepreneur, and me, you know. It gave me a it gave me a sense of why things were happening too, like this is happening to you know it's happening. You can look at it like happened to me or it's happening for me, right? And and I mind you, I still have some. I saw that and I adopted it, but um, it it really gave a sense of purpose to why my life was moving in a certain direction, and it gave me a direction to go into. I said, okay, this is the direction I think I'm, I'm supposed to go in. I'm going to move in that direction and see how how God responds to it. Mm. Do you bless how I move? Are you moving with me? And now, you know, you go through that relate those that journey and you develop a relationship on along that road. You learn. It's like walking along the road with somebody that you didn't know before. Now you, you're talking with them because you're like, okay, I'm going here. Can you come with me? You know, are you going to come with me? Let me see how you move. And you learn. And you see, okay, this is this is, you know, they say like, oh, God answers yes, no, or maybe. It's like, how do you? At first, it's like, how do you know that? Like, who who? How do you know that he's saying maybe? 
How do you know he's saying wait? I don't know that. How do you hear that? I don't get it. And you learn that along the road. You learn that. Oh, this is what this is how God moves. You know, and that was that was the the beauty of of having that relationship because now I it's not a oh you know business is doing badly because you suck you know because you know that's just what your life is it's just what I was literally saying today um in the car I was saying to myself um I'm here now what is it that you want me to see what is it that you want me to understand what is it that you want me to learn I'm in this I'm in this position now what is what is it that I should see and that's the the, the beauty of the relationship because it, you know it's not just which you're not by yourself and you look at life um with a meaning to it there's a meaning to where i am and why i'm here a bigger meaning than just me mm-hmm. not about me it's it, it about you but not about you you know so that that's that's helped a lot because you know it, it just it gives purpose i, I keep going back to that. it really does give a, a lot of purpose to your life i agree i think it also I think it really it helps like having that relationship like it it helps with um getting through tough moments as well mm-hmm. like just you feel like you have somebody to talk to mm-hmm. even though you might you know in a sense be talking to yourself but you feel like you have somebody to talk to and you, it it you do kind of get that weight off your shoulders yeah. by by expressing your your feelings expressing your problems and everything yeah so and that's that's yeah it's true I don't but I'd say you're not talking to yourself. That's that's the only di- and and that's a part of it. Like when you when I realized that I said like I was, I was like listen God I need you know for real I'm frustrated like what you said like you're going through something and you're talking and like for real if you're real you gotta like I got I need you right now and when that response comes now you know oh I'm not talking to myself oh this is real I'm not really this is real you know and you go through those experiences to know oh he said yes. You know, like, you know he said yes. <laughs> so, and, and but I agree with you. You do have have that, confi- that confidence to be with somebody, that comfort to know somebody's there. And, and no, you're not in it alone, and, and though, especially in the tough times. Better in the good times, but especially in the, good t- in the bad times, you know? Well, I think this was a good conversation. Uh, good. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> for a first podcast, I think it's really, it's really a good one. Um yeah. I just have one last question, right? Yeah. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ooh. Ooh. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> but I see myself happy. I see myself with um with my family. My family will be bigger by then. I think my my business will be bigger by then. I think I'll be I'll be a different person. I will be there's no it's an it's inevitable mm. I, I will be a different person but sim- but still the same core same who i am but i'll just be more knowledgeable um better connected <laughs> um w- better connected not not I, I was really referring to like better connected with people and stuff like that but but also better connected with myself and who i am at that point in life you know i'm, I'm i'll be 40 years old so i just turned 30 and i'm like and i thought I'll be 30, and I'm like, what's 30 feel like? And when I came, I was like, I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy. I'm very thankful and happy to be here, and it feels right. So I'll be in my in the right mind. Um, I will be, you know, hopefully same weight, <laughs> same weight, but bigger bank account, <laughs> um, bigger family, 
and um, just happy. And that that's the goal, to be happy. If I'm happy in 10 years, I, I've succeeded. That's it. I like that. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. Thanks yeah. for allowing me to do this. Yeah, you know? this is dope. And that's it. I hope that helps somebody in any way. That's really the main goal here. Um, if I can help just one person start that idea they always had or get through some problem that they're struggling with because they decided to push forward after realizing someone else goes through the same or went through the same thing or even something similar and made it. Like I said, these are just examples for people to understand what it takes or what it can be like working for that dream they've always had. I just hope somebody learns something from this and takes it and uses it in their life somehow, some way. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and, and anyone who might enjoy it. Follow us on whatever platform you're listening to. And once again, thank you for listening. Um, it means a lot that you took your time to listen. We got more coming. Thank you.